You are listening to episode 30 of the Path to Motherhood podcast. Welcome to the Path to Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, infertility life coach, Sarah Brindell. Join us each week as we walk through navigating your trying to conceive journey. My mission is to share the skills of managing your mind, processing emotions, and living a full life to create a more authentic path to motherhood. Hello, hello, and welcome to week three of our Infertility Roller Coaster mini series. I'm super excited with this episode. This one's not going to be near as long as last week because this one's fun. This one doesn't take as much explanation, right? So we'll do a little recap on the last two weeks and then we will dive into foundational pillar number three. So as I said, let's do a little mini recap. If you missed out, I really encourage you to go back and listen to the last two weeks episodes. I really think that we dive deep, really explain the importance of those two, of why it matters to gain awareness, why it matters to sit with our emotions. And really, as much as we want to do step three, if we haven't done step one and two, it ain't going to work. So I really encourage you to go back and listen to those last two episodes. But for a recap, episode one of this mini series, we talked about acknowledging where we are, right? Understanding where we are, coming from awareness and curiosity and compassion for ourselves of like, of course, this has been hard. Of course, this has not been fun. Of course, I'm struggling. It makes total sense that I'm struggling. And this is so important because number one, we don't want to be beating ourselves up, but also just to allow us to have some understanding of why we need to do something differently, right? Insanity is what? Doing things over and over again the exact same way. So what our goal here with awareness is to see that what we're doing isn't working, right? Trying to conceive from the state of emotional burnout is never going to be a good idea. Nobody will say that that is, right? We know that taking care of ourselves, showing up from our highest selves, from protecting our emotional resilience is only going to improve our likelihood of becoming a mother. So step one awareness is really to see like, look, what we've been doing, the process we've been doing, how we've been doing it, that's not working. That allows us to buy into why it does make sense to try something different. Why? It matters to put in all the work and put in all the time to try to do step two of the process. So that's step one. Step two is getting present with your negative emotions, right? Learning the skill of being with those negative emotions. And I really encourage you to go back and listen to it and listen to it multiple times to really see, number one, it is safe to feel uncomfortable. It is safe to be with your uncomfortable emotions. That is okay. There is nothing that's gone wrong with that, right? And then number two is once you are able to logically like buy into, okay, it's safe. Like I get that an emotion is really truly sensations in my body and I'm able to do that. Then we go about practicing that skill. And that's not something I expect you're really good at by this week, right? That takes time. That takes effort. That takes intentionally coming back to here's an uncomfortable emotion rather than going to watch Netflix and scroll social media and think about everything else. Let's actually practice the skill of being here with myself with this wave of this emotion. And that takes 
time. Give yourself grace in that process and get help, right? That's what I do. I help you go through that process. I help you learn that skill and build belief in your ability to complete that skill. So that is step two, is to sit with, process, allow your emotions. And that brings us to foundational pillar number three. Like I said, this one's the fun one. (laughs) This is to cultivate presence. So many of you come to me on this journey having said, you know what? I have completely lost my identity. Like, I don't even know who I am anymore. All I think about is doctor's appointments, medical appointments, medications, infertility, when's the next cycle? Do I need to take a test, et cetera? And I like have lost everything else. It feels like life is on pause while I'm trying to conceive, right? There's so many things going on. I feel so consumed by this journey that like nothing else seems to matter. I can't schedule a vacation. I feel distracted from my partner. I don't even know what I like doing anymore because I feel so consumed by this process. And I find that that's super common for a lot of you. You feel that way. You feel like you've lost yourself in the journey and it doesn't have to be that way, right? There is another way. What sitting with our emotions, what allowing those uncomfortable emotions does, like we talked about last week, is it opens up room for more. If we are completely bogged down and full of those negative emotions, then no, we don't have room to have our own identity. We don't have room to keep living life. But if we practice that skill and we open up room right in our closet, like we talked about last week, then this will allow us to get present, to find joy in the now, right? Whatever you believe, doesn't matter what it is. I do believe that that baby coming to you wants you to be happy. They want you to feel whole. And if you feel bogged down, victimized, disappointed, and just beat up by this process, and you have no ability to find a joy in a single moment, then man, let's do something about that. Nobody wants that for you, especially your future child, right? So now that we've built some space, now that we've practiced that skill of being with our emotions, we have that room. Presence shows up in two ways. One is in infertility, right? This is where I find that people have more of the ability to allow hope to come in, where I find that people have more of the ability to allow some possibility in what could be to come into their lives. That comes from having the space, from having some ability to have something other than just bogged down disappointment and pain in their life, right? And that's beautiful. And as I've told you guys before, having hope 100% does not make the pain of an unsuccessful cycle any worse. If you're believing that is simply a thought error. I can promise you that. What I can also promise you is believing, "Mm, not going to work. I'm completely certain this is going to be really, really bad idea. Let me set my bars really low so I can be surprised. That's more likely to make things unlikely to happen. I'm sorry if that feels uncomfortable to hear. But I really do believe in the power of placebo and nocebo. And I can talk to you at length about it, right? I've seen this in many studies in many different areas. Think about cancer and terminal illness and everything else, right? We create what we believe. And so 
any ounce of belief in possibility is so important on this journey. So that's number one, cultivating presence within your cycle to open up to some positive emotions. And what this means is not toxic positivity. This is not, oh, I'm just so hopeful. I have all the hope and nothing else is coming up. No, this is I'm acknowledging uncomfortable emotions coming up. I'm acknowledging some doubt. I'm acknowledging some fear, but I also have hope, right? That is what I try so hard to instill within my two-week wait workbook. If you haven't seen it, it's a free workbook you can download in the show notes that will give you a daily reading to help you build that skill of allowing the both, the positive and the negative. They should both be there, right? This isn't all or nothing. It isn't all negative or all positive. It's in the middle. That's where we win. But also is to cultivate presence in your day-to-day life outside of fertility, right? Who are you? What are your goals? What do you believe in? What are you working on? What do you enjoy doing? Who do you enjoy spending your time with? How do you want to spend your days? Yes, we have to make appointments. Yes, infertility treatments is time-consuming. I get it. I really, really do. But there is room for a life in addition to infertility. You do not have to be on pause because you're going through infertility. And once we start to allow those negative emotions to be processed, that's where we actually have that room to be part of our life, right? To plan the vacation, to dedicate time to a date night where we don't talk about our next cycle right? To spend time with friends and enjoy it. That is possible. That is the presence that I hope for you to have. On one of these trainings, this three-week mini-series came from a free workshop that I hosted. On one of these trainings, I had somebody ask me about her own two-week wait. She said, you know what? In the past on my two-week waits, I've had doubt come up and it's felt like it's completely consumed my day. And I just have been like overrun by it. And like, I feel so uncomfortable. And now I'm like getting ready for my next two week wait. And I'm so fearful of having that doubt. I don't know what to do. Like, is there anything I can do to just like make that not happen? And that is the key right there is that question. Asking to avoid the doubt means that you don't yet believe in the safety of allowing the doubt to be there. So what that did was it completely consumed her cycle. It made her feel miserable and it left no room for any positivity. Whereas instead on this next cycle, what we talked about doing was taking some moments throughout the day to say like, of course I'm having doubt. This matters so much. I want this to work so badly. Of course I'm having doubt. That makes total sense. Why wouldn't I be having doubt, right? I totally understand why I'm feeling that way. Let me just sit with it. What does it feel like to have doubt in my body? And once she does that, her brain will be like, oh, okay. You get that I'm worried. You get that I have some fear and you're noticing it. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging me, right? And then suddenly we have room for some joy in that two-week wave. We have some room for like, oh, what if it does work out? We have some room for like, I know I'm on my two-week wait, but that doesn't mean I can't go spend time with friends, go see a great movie, spend some time with my husband, you know, go do activities that I really enjoy doing, 
I can have moments where I'm not 100% of the time thinking about the two-week wait. That's possible, right? If you go back to last episode, we talked about how everybody recommends this like distracted mentality from your two-week wait to get you through it, right? What I encourage rather is to have moments of time where you actually allow the fear to come up. And what suddenly happens is, oh my goodness, I actually feel better. This two-week wait feels less painful. It feels less consuming. There's more room for the hope. That is what's possible when we cultivate presence because we've cleaned out the emotional closet. So I hope that you can see once you've listened to all three of these episodes consecutively, the ability of these pillars to build on each other, to open up and really honestly transform your experience, to make the process less of a struggle, to help you be less miserable, to reconnect you to yourself. That is possible. This is what I work with you on when we work together. Day after day when we're messaging back and forth, but week after week when we actually meet for calls, this is what we work on. We practice these skills and you get to a place where, yes, I'm 100% dedicated and I'm working towards something I want so badly and I acknowledge I can't 100% control it, but I'm feeling better. I feel less stressed. I feel motivated to keep going. I don't feel burnout. I don't feel like I don't know how to take another step. That's possible. That's what we can do for you. So I really hope that this mini series you know, cultivate some excitement for what could potentially be on your journey. And I hope you see how much I am here for you and ready to help you. Please reach out. Let me know that you're interested in this and I will get you on a free call where we can talk about what it looks like to work together as a team on this process. And I hope you guys can take some of these skills to really apply them to your own journey. Please share this with women you know going through their infertility journey. And if you liked the concept of doing some of these things through your two-week wait, know that I have a free workbook for that, exactly that. It'll be linked in the show notes. I hope you guys have a great week. Happy almost infertility week. Spread some awareness. Share this podcast out into the world. We need more women talking about this even if that's just through a message to a friend, if you're not in the place where you want to share it with the whole world, that is fine. I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Hey there, Inspired Mama. If you enjoyed this show, I want to invite you to leave a review in your podcast player. This helps to share the message with so many more women just like you. Also, if you know of another hopeful mama on her path to motherhood, please share this episode with her. I would love to get this into the ears of anyone who needs to hear it. If you are ready to step this work up and not only learn these tools, but to apply them to your unique story, head to the link in the show notes to apply for a free consult call. I would be honored to help you.